Welcome to Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, where we promote integration and collaboration. Whether you are just starting your practice or you are ready to push the profession forward, we aim to provide you all the tools necessary to form relationships and educate your community. After all, spines of all sizes deserve to be adjusted. Welcome to our podcast and thanks for listening. Hey guys, it's Dr. K with Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic. In this podcast episode, I want to go over the three-legged stool of marketing. I know many of you follow me uh, for my free course, which focuses on how to build veterinary relationships, and that is just one piece of the puzzle when you're wanting to start a sustainable animal chiropractic practice. So in this podcast, I want to go a little bit more in-depth on how you can um, encompass your marketing from every angle. Before we get started, a quick word from our sponsors. Hey guys, treating patients is not about doing everything alone. When you're starting a practice, it can be hard getting out there, marketing yourself, talking to other providers about what you do. I get it. I am strongly introverted. I do not like talking to other people. And the last thing I want to do is try and sell myself. But it is really important when I'm working on patients that I remember I am working together as a team. So there are other parts to the animal care team and I need to do my part to reach out and talk with them and learn from them about what is important that they're doing that impacts what I'm doing and vice versa. So I really love the Evidence-Based Chiropractor, a program developed by Dr. Jeffrey Langmaid because it helps bridge the gap between medical doctors and chiropractors so that way we can figure out what is best for our patients. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about his program, I recommend you looking him up on the Evidence-Based Chiropractor chiropractor.com. Hey guys, Dr. K with Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic. I recently listened to a podcast by Francisco Maya from um, his new canine PT um, podcast that he put out and it's excellent. I shared it to our Facebook group, Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, and it goes over the difference between hot um, warm and cool cold leads um, and how to shift your marketing uh, to the 93% versus the 7%. The 7% being veterinary referrals. I don't want us to ever feel like we're fighting over scraps. Like we don't want to think that we can only have a vet referred patient. There are plenty of patients that find me um, through, um, you know, social media or search engines. And I wanted to have a balanced approach Um, when talking with you all because I know my big shtick is um, you know talking to veterinarians and getting the referral from them but what happens if the the vet's too busy and you aren't top of mind like how do you still reach out to the people that are looking for you so I'm not going to go over the material that's on Francisco's uh, podcast I really recommend you listen to it because it's good in its own right but um, we're just going to say that there are people that are looking for you and they're looking for your services And there are people who don't know what you have to offer. So we have to focus on how can we reach both of them? How can we have content um, and play the long game, if you will, of having a website that will attract people when they're ready into um, getting started with animal chiropractic services? How can we um, hold on to someone's maybe email address and nurture them, right? We plant a seed and we continue to water it, and eventually when they are ready to move forward with animal chiropractic care, how can we get them started as fast as possible down that journey? Instead of just waiting for a vet to say, yes, you're ready, and sending them our way. Because we may be missing out on uh, potential referrals, 
from or potential um, incoming leads, as they're called, potential customers that are looking to find us because we're so busy focusing on just our veterinary marketing. And it's not a balanced approach. That's one leg to the stool. So we're going to talk today about the three different legs, in my opinion, um, and the subsets of that. Now, I wish that we were back in the 1980s as far as business goes. I hate that we have to have all these different approaches to business. I hate that we have to diversify our investments, if you will, of reaching out to our customers. But in the 1980s, you would just shake a lot of hands and pass out a lot of business cards. And that's one piece to the business. And it's an important piece, don't get me wrong, because people want to know you are a person and you're likable and you have a service that is going to help them with their problems. So the first leg of the stool is word of mouth. People are talking about you and they know what you have to offer and they know it's a valuable service. So This can take um, several different forms. It can look like you going to networking events or screenings. Um, It can look like you going to veterinary offices and uh, doing lunch and learns um, and getting those veterinary referrals. Or it can be um, a referral from maybe a customer you saw and um, they're in a barn and they refer you another horse. Or maybe um, you saw someone's dog and their neighbor wants to get treated. Um, So people are talking about you and referring you new business. It can also be as high tech as um, you ask patients after their first appointment through a text message or an email, or maybe it's in your, um, you know, your record that you send off. That's what I do. Um, We have a link to leave a Google Google review um, or a Facebook review. Maybe people are looking at those reviews and testimonials and they're choosing you and your business based upon um, the positive word of mouth that they're seeing on a social platform. Okay, so firstly, the stool to having a sustainable business is have a good word of mouth presence. No longer are there days where we could just, you know, shake a lot of hands and, um, you know, get people into our business. There is immediate feedback on if you're a good person, A, and B, if your service actually helps people. So do good business and make sure that you're not ripping people off, quote unquote, and you're actually taking care of them well. Because if you're a slimy, greasy salesperson, people are going to know about it. And it's good karma to be a good person, be a good businessman or woman, and take care of people well, because that word of mouth travels very quickly. The second leg of the stool here is professional appearance. And professional appearance goes beyond just what you are wearing. So um, that is an important piece, right? We don't wanna be wearing like a ball cap and uh, ripped jeans and a t-shirt when we show up to the barn. Um, But in general, the professional appearance, appearance goes mostly to what people see before they meet you. So what does your social media look like? Do you show up on search engines? And what does your website look like? Okay, so professional appearance on social media, everyone um, I've seen um, is posting just their routes and their closure dates, really, if they're equine professionals only. And I feel like that has um, leaves a lot to be desired because people don't really get to know you if you put that out there. So social media um, is who are you and what are you about, really. It's, it's supposed to be an enticement where people can get to learn more about you and who you are and what you offer. It shouldn't just be a place for you to repost other people's content or post a funny picture um, or your outs and closure dates. It really should be um, a, basically a portal into your soul, if you will, like a diary almost of what you have to offer and um, potentially a couple of tips and tricks that can help them at home. Um, You know, just something where they can learn more about you and what you're about um, without actually having to meet you. 
Search engine results is the second piece here because no longer are the days where people pick up a phone and they call you. If they want to use your service or product, they will go online and they'll look at reviews. So if you don't actually show up, you don't actually exist. Okay, and this is the bane of my existence because um, you have to play by the rules, if you will, getting on uh, social media or um, search engines about how you show up, and that's called search engine optimization, SEO. And I am by no means an expert but at the very minimum, um, most people are using things like Google to find you in your business. So if you don't show up based upon keywords, right, the, these are the basically the computer scrolling through your, um, your materials, your website mainly, which is what we're going to talk about next, to see if there's certain keywords. So if someone types in equine chiropractor on Google and your website doesn't say equine chiropractor, well then that's not going to match and your website's not, not going to pull up. Or for example, if someone's looking for a dog chiropractor near me and um, you have a review that says dog chiropractor, well then you're gonna be the first one to pop up because you're the closest to them and that keyword matched their search query. So it's one of those things where we have to um, be mindful about how we're choosing how we show up on these search engines because we want to be in what's called the snack pack if you will the first three because people don't scroll past the first page how can we get present in front of these customers that are looking for us and most of that relies upon the content you're putting out so this is the third bit here your website your materials your content what does it look like when i go to many people's websites um you know, it varies based upon which state you're in, your advertising laws. But when you go onto a website, it shouldn't just be a catalog or a brochure. It really should be a funnel. And what I mean by funnel is you should want people to start along the process to get started with you in your business. Because by the time they look you up on um, a search engine and they're looking for you, and by the time they read your reviews on that uh, search engine and they click your website, by the time they've already taken that third step, they're usually ready to get booked. They're not going to just read about your philosophy of chiropractic and your technique and your backstory. There are some people that do that, but by the time they click your website, they're ready to get started. So how can we expedite that process by them looking at your website? So on my website, the most important things that I recommend you have is some kind of eye-catching appeal, like a, um, you know, you hired a videographer, hopefully video is very popular, or a photographer, um, and have that, like pictures of what you do is the, the first thing that's gonna pop up on the screen. And then I recommend um, like a mission statement, like for me, it's all spines deserve to be adjusted, um, we're a result-oriented practice, blah, 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 right? And something to the effect of what you're about, and then a button, click here to get started, or click here to print out the new patient paperwork. Those are the three must-haves, okay? And I also personally recommend you have where you are on your website or social media, like under a little profile thing, because a lot of people are like, well, where are you? <laughs> and um, especially a lot of our equine professionals, we travel a lot, so um, make it as easy as possible for people to localize where you are so they can make sure that you are the right fit um, for them and their needs. So again, if you're having a website, make sure you make it like a funnel where you are making people as fast as possible get started with you. I recommend some kind of eye-catching appeal, like a video or a picture of you doing what you do, a button that says click to call us now or click here to start the new patient packet, paperwork, and some kind of mission statement about who you are and what you hope to achieve. Um, I also recommend that you consider doing evergreen content via a blog. 
So if you have a website, you don't have to make it um, shareable, but you can hire someone to do this even if you want to write blog content about what you do. So we can have keywords. These are the keywords that are going to show up on your SEO, right? That are going to link customers that are searching for similar terms um, and that way they'll be um, sent to your website you know, because these things match. So I don't know if I explained that well. Um, but basically the computer is wanting to read the customer's query and make sure it matches what's on your website so it will pull up. So I achieve this personally through blog posts. So I compile in my phone, I write down um, when I get asked a question from a customer and I say, oh, I get asked that a lot. So probably one of the biggest ones is how do I identify joint or uh, back pain in my dog? So I wrote that down. Um, other ones I get asked, um, how do I know if my saddle fits? And you just, just when you're with a customer um, and you have these common questions that keep popping up, write them down, go home, and then write a blog post about it. And it doesn't have to be a long blog post. It can just be like three or four paragraphs. But what are the most commonly asked things and the most common keywords, if you will, that get asked? Another common thing uh, that's really helpful for you to do is go on a search engine and type in, um, you know, equine chiropractic or animal chiropractic and see what other questions come up. Like, I know a lot of them, uh, when I was searching equine chiropractic, they're like, how much does an equine chiropractor make? So that might be a good blog post for me to write for making strides for animal chiropractic. So that way I can attract people to my coaching website that I have, makingstridesforanimalchiropractic.com. So we can have that understanding of someone's wanting to know how much to make, and then I have a blog post or how much they can expect to make as an equine chiropractor. And then I have a blog post about that. And then they see, oh, well, there's other material on here about how to get started with a coaching relationship or this course that I have. And it, it just kind of, it lands people in the right spot, right? So think about blog posts you can write. What kind of keywords pop up if you're searching for animal chiropractic um, in your area? Or what are the most common questions people ask you? And write a compelling, um, you know, um, blog post title that matches those keywords. And then post that on your website. And then I also recommend doubling that and putting it in a newsletter and sending that out monthly. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, but when you have a professional appearance, if you're not showing up on the search engines because you don't have a website that's optimized for those search engines to look through with not the right amount of keywords, well then we don't exist because we're not online. And unfortunately, if your business is not online, you don't really exist. So we have to figure out how to get you present in front of these customers. The third leg of the stool is okay, well, the first two are all about obtaining customers, right? Through getting the word of mouth, through having a professional appearance, attracting the right customer. And then we have to talk about staying in touch. So this is the people that fall off the wagon. You have them as a, a new customer and you saw their pet and then their pet got better and then they stopped animal chiropractic care. Well, this is how we can build ourselves as an authority in animal chiropractic by staying in touch with these people and being a human and reaching out and letting other people know that life happens, but their pet is still important. And we're still going to, um, you know, advocate for their animal to get regular wellness checks because that is important in my opinion. So what that can look like is being as simple as during an appointment with somebody you don't just say, call me when you need me. You actually book that next appointment during the session, right? 
Or it can look like that blog that we talked about earlier, right? And putting that in a newsletter, a newsletter that goes out once a month saying, hey, this is our monthly topic and this is what we're gonna talk about because all of you guys keep asking me, right? Remember that when people choose you for a service, they're recognizing you as an expert in that field. So they want to hear from you your thoughts on the questions they ask you. So if you stay in touch once a month by sending out an email newsletter, say you're in barrel racing and you're gonna talk about the best breastplate to prevent shoulder pain, I don't know, just coming up with someone or something, and you send that out in a newsletter, well then people are going to read that because they value your opinion, right? The next bit is contacting people and just following up. Life happens, right? So maybe someone isn't choosing your service not because they hate you, which is the first thing we go to, or because you're too expensive, which is what we go to. Maybe just life happened, right? Maybe they had a death in the family, or maybe they lost their job, or um, maybe life got a little hectic. Like I know at times I forget to call people back just because I'm busy doing life stuff right? So reach out and say, hey, this is uh, Dr. Katie within Stride Chiropractic. I haven't seen Fluffy in a little bit. Just want to follow up, make sure he's still doing okay. If you need anything, feel free to reach out and schedule another appointment by going here, right? And then I know my vet hospital personally does this. I personally don't do it because postage is a little expensive, but you also send cards, right? You can send postcards saying, hey, here's a quick reminder that uh, your horse is due for their quarterly maintenance appointment. Or here's a quick postcard that your pet is due for, you know, um, uh, an adjustment, right? Um, my vet hospital currently does this about once a year. They say your pet is due for shots. I don't know everyone's feelings on that, but it's, it's a good reminder because um, I can't tell you how many people they get delighted that they get something in the mail. So sometimes I'll just send like a, a card saying, hey, I was thinking of you. I want to see how Fluffy's doing. Or maybe they had something happen in the family, like a death in the family. And I sent a handwritten card and they're like, oh my God, an animal chiropractor wrote me a card uh, for something that happened in my family. They're an actual human being. Maybe I want to continue using them in their small business, right? So it can be as small or as big as you want. Um, and I personally also send um, end-of-life gifts to owners. So if I have a pet I've been seeing for a while and the pet passes away, I will send a gift. And many times when I do that, they actually choose to get their other animals treated as well because they see that I'm compassionate and I care and I want to be a part of their family and their care team. And um, it just kind of, you know, makes me feel good about the situation because I'm caring for them and their animal. Um and honoring that they chose me to take care of them before they died, basically. Um, so again, you guys, this is not, we're fighting over getting referrals from vets. That shouldn't be our only source of new patient incoming, incoming new patients. There we go. And I wanted to have a balanced approach today talking about marketing because there are so many aspects to it now that we're in an online universe where we have to be ever-present um, in front of a customer with a very short attention span because we need to advocate for a pet in need. Because I guarantee there's someone out there who doesn't know that animal chiropractic is a thing, quote-unquote, right? I'm rolling my eyes as I say it. There's also people out there who are searching desperately on Dr. Google, as I call him, looking for alternatives for their pet's dehabilitating joint pain. And they don't know if they need to euthanize and maybe your website comes up, 
and they want to pursue animal chiropractic care. Or maybe they know that like they're a chiropractor and they want to get their animal treated and they're just desperately searching for an animal chiropractor in their area. Maybe they're new and they want to get started. So how can we be present and find these people where they're at and get them to the right place? And it's all about how you authentically show up and how you show yourself as an expert and how you continually stay in touch with those people so that way they can find you. This can look like word of mouth in your community via refuse referrals, networking events, or um, partnering with veterinarians and getting those referrals. Can look as your professional appearance of how you show up on social media, search engine, or on your website, or it can be how you stay in touch and get that retention through booking a next appointment, at the appointment, doing a blog with newsletters, maybe monthly, having a, a recall list of just getting back in touch, seeing where people are at, being a human, or sending a postcard or a handwritten note to say, hey, I'm thinking of you, and I want to let you know I'm here if you need me. So I hope this content helped you in your business. If you would like, please scroll down, leave us a, um, a rating or review. Let us know of things you want us to talk about. You guys, there's a lot of times where I'm just racking my brain. What do people want to hear from me? And it would really help me if you would uh, leave me some feedback so I know how we're doing and how I can serve you specifically in your business. Because I know what I would want to hear, but I'm, I want to serve you all in what you want to hear. I also wanted to let you guys know that we are across all the social media platforms. We're on Instagram and Facebook at Making Strides for Own Cairo. We also have a Facebook group full of other providers that want to see you succeed. That is completely free. You can join us uh, Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic. We also have a website now where you can find more materials about how to get your animal chiropractic practice started as fast as possible. That's at makingstridesforanimalchiropractic.com. Until next time, we'll talk soon. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. I hope these free tools have served you and your business so you can serve more patients. It's really tough being an animal chiropractor. I know it. You're trying to meet all these people, trying to get their vet to sign these referral forms, and you don't know if you can make your business work financially. It's hard. I get it. Now, when I first got started, all of my chiropractic mentors told me you have to do all these marketing events, meet all these people you don't know, shake a lot of hands, and get them into your practice. I was always wondering where my next new patient was going to come from. And if I'm being honest with you all, it wasn't sustainable. It always put fear in my head that I would never have a practice of my dreams. So fast forward a couple years, and here I am with a successful and thriving animal chiropractic practice. And it took a lot of mindset shifts in order to get here. What I thought and what I was told would work didn't work for me. So I had to develop a program that worked for a strongly introverted, kind of awkward person who just loves animals and wants to serve them well. I had to shift away from always thinking about where I'm going to get my new patients in to instead focusing on the relationships I built in my community and becoming an authority figure on animal chiropractic. So you guys, I have a free course that's going to tell you a little bit more about how I made these mindset shifts and why I started this Making Strides movement. So that way we can push the animal chiropractic profession forward. Please join us on makingstridesforanimalchiropractic.com. Take the free course and see what it has to offer you. Hey guys, Dr. Katie here. Thanks for listening. My intention behind starting this podcast was to build awareness and promote our amazing profession. If you like what we're doing here, please like, share, or leave a review. Help us to spread this movement so we all can begin to take steps towards change. Let's make strides for animal chiropractic.